Om Gyanti Mandasya Kyanan Sakya Shakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurve Namaha Shri Chaitanamana Vistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swaparantikam Vandeham Sri Gaurav Sri Uttapadakamalam Sri Gurum Vaisnamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvetam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Palan Sahagana Narita Sivisakan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sinna Dinabandha Jagatpate Gopesa Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneswari Visabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyacha Kripasindubhyayvacha Paritanam Pavanebhyo Vaisnavibhyo Namunama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gerada Shivasadi Gora Bhaktavinna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Indeed, when Krishna saw the anxiety of his friends and family, he freed himself from the many-headed serpent's grasp, jumped onto one of its hoots and began dancing. As the original master of dance and the musical arts, Krishna put on a performance that attracted all the musicians and all the dancers of Swarka. The Siddhas, Charnas, Gandharvas and Apsaras all watched enraptured from their heavenly seat and provided musical accompaniment uh, or showered flowers on the Lord while other demigods sang the Lord's glories. This is from uh, The Heart of Krishna by Bhakti Pramod Puri Maharaj. Oh, yes. So Krishna was captured into the coils of that serpent Kaliya for too long. It was just so long, and it was just bringing everyone towards the edge of anxiety, towards the edge. Uh, Mother Yasoda had to be held back. She was ready to go into the water and fight. Uh, but all the coward men just held on to her and held her back. The coward boys, they had already been poisoned that day. And they already died, and Krishna revived them. So they were still uh, 
trying to uh, to deal with what had happened, and this started happening. Uh, but then, when Krishna saw that all the residents of Vrindavan, in in acute love, in acute love for him, were in total anxiety, then suddenly he freed himself, and he began to very elegantly dance. He is the king of dancers. I mean, who can dance like Krishna can? So when Krishna danced on the hoots of Kaliya, everyone was just stunned. Every, uh, the dancing was so overwhelming. That is just the most wonderful. Um, Krishna, he also dances in the form of the holy name on our tongue. Um, and it says, and then we will dance with him. Um, it is said that Krishna, he killed many demons. Uh, he killed Kaliya. He said all and many other demons, all to relieve the unhappiness of the earth. After all, the earth in the form, Bhumi, in the form of a cow, had come before Lord Brahma and had presented to Lord Brahma uh, the difficulties of being overburdened by all these military phalanxes. And Lord Brahma felt, felt for the condition of Bhumi. And he took Bhumi along and other demigods followed and they went to the ocean of milk and they prayed to the Lord. And the Lord sent a message that Sumi would appear and all the demigods should appear in dynasty of the Yadus. So all this came to pass, and then the Lord appeared on this planet, and then Paritanaya Sadhanam Vinasyas Saduskritam. Vinasya Saduskritam, he just annihilated so many, so many demons. Uh, but our Kavikarna is saying yes. Uh, Krishna tried to uh, relieve the burden of the earth by killing so many demons. Said, but now. He is relieving the unhappiness of the earth by personally dancing upon her. So, Lord Chaitanya is Goranataraj, and Krishna is Vrindavananatabara. So, the greatest dancer of Vrindavan, Krishna, or Lord Chaitanya, the king of dancers, Goranataraj. So, we are highly appreciating uh, these wonderful uh, meditations and to see Krishna uh, even in our mind's eye, even if only we are imagining and not actually seeing, still just imagining, imagining Krishna's dancing is enchanting. Uh, it's just uh, something that is attracting us. How amazing must be the dancing of Krishna. Uh, Krishna dances with the gopis. Uh, how amazing. It's said in Sanatana Goswami describes that at one point even Krishna was, uh, was dancing on the hoods of Kaliya with the gopis. It said at one point the residents of Vrindavan were so stunned, they were so overwhelmed that their senses just went on like 
became frozen, right? and they just did not perceive anything, any, any sense impulses anymore. It was at that time that Krishna invited the gopis to dance, to dance on the hoods of Kaliya. And then, uh, at that time, Krishna was, uh, was performing a rasa dance on top of the hoods of those serpents, along with the gopis. And then in due course of time, the gopis came down and then the rest of the pastime unfolded. Mm. The spiritual world, where every word is a song and every step is a dance. Ya kanta kanta parama purusha kalpataravo that transcendental abode of Krishna, where there's just every moment is a moment of, of relishing. Every moment is a moment of tasting different varieties of deep attachment to Krishna. Sometimes... We are attached to the tastes of the material world and we wonder, we wonder, but is that also there in the spiritual world? Just like one devotee asked Srila Prabhupada, is there, is there snow in the spiritual world? And Prabhupada said, yes, there is, but it's not cold. So even Transcendental snow pastimes are also uh, in the equation, Siddha Prabhupada explains. We cannot understand so much of, uh, of the spiritual world. Uh, uh, okay, I just one. We cannot uh, properly uh, penetrate into that realm. We just get glimpses and drops and, and just a little bit of a taste. Uh, I'll just uh, go down one and grab my iPad. I've left it on the table. Because I can open up something and uh, in this way add something more. Um, let's have a look. And in our library, what is there? Garga. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me do something else. Uh, yes. And we'll just look at dancing. 
So it is explained that a devotee, uh, tears, trembling, throbbing of the heart, perspirations, emotional waves, dancing, singing, crying, and all the eight symptoms of trance were manifested in the body of the Bhattacharya. She Gopinathacharya became very glad and astonished by this marvelous conversion of his brother-in-law by the grace of the Lord. Uh, yes, so in this way we can see uh, how uh, dancing is a natural expression of, of joy, of happiness. When one is happy, when one is really happy, one just automatically begins to dance. Uh, just uh, that is what we're looking at yes Lord Chaitanya taught a very simple method uh, in this connection he taught the lesson for preaching the transcendental message through singing dancing and refreshment as such uh yeah, 50% of our income may be spent for this purpose. Mm, singing, dancing, and refreshments. Yes. <laughs> no one will disagree to partake in a function where good singing, dancing, and refreshment are administered. <laughs> That's so nice, huh? Yes. A transcendental festival. So that is all. You know, what we need to do, just have a transcendental festival with singing, dancing, and prasadam. We break our head, you know, like uh, Amarendra. Amarendra was a lawyer or a law student at Prabhupada's time, and Amarendra had a sharp brain. So Amarendra asked Prabhupada, what arguments can we present to convince them? Uh, and the answer was, just dance, just dance, yes. Yes, the gopis. Uh, by intense ecstasy and loving service, the damsels of Rajabhumi attained qualitative oneness with the Lord by dancing with him on an equal level. Uh, yes, so the gopis are dancing. So this dancing is, is very essential in spiritual life. So, now let's look at something else. Mm -hmm. Oh, something happened here. In this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Rai passed the whole night relishing the mellows of Krishna Kata, topics about Krishna. While they were chanting, dancing and crying, the night ended. The next morning they both departed to perform their respective duty. But in the evening, Ramananda Rai returned to meet the Lord again. That evening, after discussing the topics of Krishna for some time, Ramananda Rai got hold 
of the lotus feet of the Lord and spoke as follows. Hmm. There's a variety of transcendental truth. The truth about Krishna, the truth about Radharani, the truth about their loving affairs, the truth about transcendental humans, and the truth about the Lord pastimes. You've manifested all these truths in my heart. This is exactly the way Narayan educated Lord Brahma. Hmm. But how amazing, huh? That I could describe that they had spent the whole night uh, relishing the mellows of Krishna Kata and then they were chanting, dancing and crying during that whole night. Wasn't just uh, what kind of ecstasies they they uh, they were experiencing in discussing Krishna Kata. Uh, mm, yes, we will have. Uh, now let us look again at uh, at the Krishna book and dancing. Um, oh no, let me do something else. Go to the Gopal Champu. Sanatana Goswami and dancing. Praised by the elderly gopis, the Lord, like a puppet on strings, sometimes danced like other boys. Sometimes he, he, he sang and sometimes acted ignorantly. Commentary. Not only was he controlled by the preme of his mother and father, having the highest affection for him, other gopis also controlled him. Previous events are described in two verses. These gopis were generally elderly. Though Bhagavan was full of all powers, he was like other boys. He forgot his own powers by being absorbed in his childhood pastimes, controlled by the rasa of its frame. Instead of balavat, sometimes balaka is seen. Then it means that he acted according to his childhood pastimes. Sometimes he sang, sometimes he danced, and sometimes appeared ignorant. As a small child, he knew dancing a little, sometimes showing himself to be ignorant, mukta, or in dancing he was charming, mukta. He danced because he was controlled by them like a puppet on a string. Oh, this describes Krishna as a child and how as a child he was already dancing and we see how um, it said he's just described like a puppet on a string, on the strings of love, right? on the strings of love of the residents of Vrindavan. Krishna was just moving, uh, moving on in this way, right? Moving by the uh, yeah moving by the uh, by the love of these uh, of these residents of Vrindavan now as a child not just Radha and Krishna but now the elders made him dance although clumsy as a small child but still it, it must have been something uh, to see totally captivating to see that small child Krishna dancing. Um, I'm thinking of one particular quote, which is
Okay. Um. Okay, then. looking for uh, a description which I just didn't find so quickly that is from the uh, Govinda Lilamrita where uh, where it says where is Krishna he is on the uh, banks of the Yamuna what is he doing oh he's learning to dance oh who is his teacher it is Radha and it is Krishna who is, is just following her at every move she makes. He is dancing behind. Oh. So yes, our, our dancing is, is an expression of Ras. Oh, one translation, the word Ras has many translations. One translation is juice. One translation is mellow uh, or like a particular mood, right? Different moods, different mellows. And uh, another, another translation can be relationship uh, because rasa manifests in, for rasa there has to be a relationship. So rasa is a particular way in which a relationship is tasted. Right? And it's full so the relationship then uh, is there between Krishna and all his devotees, right? Um, how he is a child who is, is just now learning how to dance, how he is, he is expert when he's dancing on the hoods of, of Kaliya, how he is uh, manifesting so many different ways that of dancing. That is Krishna. Oh. Mm. Yes. So let me try something else from. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I did that, but. Yamuna Chattahara Gopi Vasanahara Rasarasika Kripa Maya. Sri Radha Vallava Vrindavana Natabara Bhaktivi Nuruda Asraya. Vrindavana Natabara, the great dancer of Vrindavan. Krishna wanders along the banks of the river Yamuna. He stole the garments of the young damsels of Raja who were bathing there. He delights in the mellows of the Rasa dance. He's, a, he's very merciful. Lover and beloved of Srimata Radharani, the great dancer of Vrindavan and the shelter and only refuge of Bhaktivinoda. Yes. And, and we follow in the footsteps of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur and, uh, and pray that we may also, hmm, also become qualified. Yes. In the nectar devotion, it's recommended that we should 
learn to dance in front of the deities. Um, and we shall roll on the ground and dance ecstatically. In this way, uh, in this way, we shall eternally enjoy transcendental bliss. Impersonists also sometimes chant the Hare Krishna mantra and dance, but their aim is not to serve the Lord. It is to become one with the Lord and merge into his existence. Rupa Goswami therefore says that even if the reactions to chanting are manifest in the impersonalist body, they should not be considered to be symptoms of actual attachment, but reflections only. Just like the sun reflected in a dark room through some polished glass. The chanting of Hare Krishna is so nice and transcendental that it will eventually melt even the hearts of persons who are impersonalist. Rupa Goswami says that the impersonalist symptoms are simply reflections of ecstatic love, not the real thing. Um, but yes, you know, when devotees are dancing, it is different. Uh, once during the Rasa dance, when Radharani left the arena, and Krishna went to seek her out. One of the dear friends of Radharani addressed Krishna thus, My dear Krishna, you've been very much obliging in serving the form of our Radharani, and now you've left all the other gopis to search for her. Please allow me to inquire how you want her to treat you. Uh, this is an instant of feeling pride on account of exquisite beauty. Sometimes Radharani felt pride with herself and said, Although the coward boys prepare nice flower garlands for Krishna, when I present my garlands to him, he becomes struck with wonder and immediately accepts it and puts it on his heart. Uh, so such transcendental pride is there in, in even great devotees uh, and is, is, is a spiritual emotion. So we cannot be free from pride, but we're taking pride in, 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 in what we do in relation to Krishna. Um, relishing that we are, that our service has captured Krishna, right? And that actually has pleased Krishna. Relishing that. And then of course, Krishna may, uh, may withdraw himself and force the devotee to, uh, to again endeavor to capture Krishna, but still, it is most blissful. Mm. Yeah. So like, Kirtan and the deity, right? Dancing before the deity is mentioned, and uh, it's, it's, it's a fact that kirtan before the deity takes on a whole different dimension. Right? When kirtan is performed in front of the deity, then we really, uh, yeah, the, the, we feel we're uplifting the whole atmosphere and beginning to enter into the, uh, into the realm of the deity. The chanting is of that same realm and it's sort of, transforms the atmosphere and we begin to uh, dance in front of the deity and we are with the deity. So this is very nice, uh, dancing 
in front of the deity is particularly mentioned in the nectar of devotion. Kirtan in front of the deity. Mm, yes, it is wonderful. Oh, very wonderful. Okay, so uh, I leave it at this today, but because I have to chant some more rounds and I'm running a bit out of time today. So I thank you, but we'll be back tomorrow. And let us already begin to think about Krishna and his different qualities. And let us think uh, about the spiritual world. Let us think about Jamastani. And let us think how Krishna appeared and how amazing, how amazing Krishna actually is. His elegance, his is just all attractive features. Thank you very much. <laughs>